Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to Nothing Concrete, the Barbican podcast. I'm Josie Long, and this is Sound Unbound where we get inside the music that moves artists of all genres. Hello, my name's Jade Adams and I'm a comedian. Uh, The piece of music is O Mio Babino Caro, Puccini. And it's a piece of music that essentially changed the course of my career. It changed my life. I should say that's not an exaggeration. Jade used to work at Asda and now she sings opera arias at her stand-up shows. So I've never had any singing lessons. The close I could probably get to having a singing lesson is joining a choir at my school when the school had a great music department. And uh, at the beginning of the first couple of years, I was sort of acting up and I hung out with the wrong type of girls and got into some mischief. And then I fell out with those girls. Uh, I'll tell you what happened. They lit the school toilets on fire and then blamed me. And then I was alone and the girls that I called nerds came over to me in the playground and asked me if I wanted to hang out with them in the music room. And that moment changed my life. And then I had a, I had a good teacher. That was all it was. It was just one teacher that didn't kick me out of his class because I was loud and I asked too many questions or I was too exuberant. I had a teacher that saw promise in me, allowed me to stay in the music room every single lunchtime and every single break time and allowed me to use choir in the church as a reason to get out of stuff. And he saw something in me and he supported me. I remember the first time I sang with vibrato um, and found out what that word meant. And I sang in my, I did an impression of Catherine Jenkins in my halls at school. And I just went, and then Mr. Davies uh, said, oh, that's vibrato. And I was like, what's that? And he told me, explained to me what it is. And he told me I had a natural vibrato. I, I didn't have to learn how to do it. And then I always knew that. So Jade loved singing. She knew she could sing, but she didn't do too much with it beyond singing her way through her various jobs while working on her stand up. And then in 2016, I did my very first Edinburgh show and it was all about my sister and our uh, quite difficult relationship and the the way I loved her and the way that we hated each other as siblings do and then eventually how she died of an inoperable brain tumour. Now, my sister was always the... um, uh, my sister was always the child in in our family who was going to go on to do th- great things with her life, 
Um, and I was always, you know, oh, Jade will do something. But Jenna was the focus. And then she got sick and then it all sort of fe- fell on me. And um, my mum, obviously, parent, as parents do, t- we had to give my sister a lot of attention when we were growing up because of her illness. And then she died and there was still a lot of attention on her. I'd heard uh, Omeo Babina Caro on Classic FM, which is my one of my favourite uh, stations to listen to in any situation. I find it really calming and relaxing, as a lot of working class people do. And I remember I, I heard, I heard, I think it was Maria Callas, they were playing her on Classic FM one afternoon and she sang that song and I was like, oh, I really like that. Chances are you recognise the tune. But what's the story behind the aria? Here's conductor Ben Jernan. Omeo Babino Caro is a very, very famous aria from Gianni Schicchi, which is from Il Tritico. When Il Tritico, which is a collection of three different operas, was premiered at the Metropolitan Opera on the 14th of December in 1918, it was only Gianni Schicchi, the third and final opera of the three, that did really quite well. There was a rule in the Metropolitan Opera where arias were not allowed to be repeated. There was a custom in opera houses where people would scream, bravo, again, encore, encore, and operas could last for days. But what happened, actually, at the premiere of this was after Omeo Babino Caro, the audience went absolutely wild, and this was the only aria that was allowed to be repeated. And it's stayed in everybody's heart since. So Jade was bowled over by the aria that was so popular it broke the Metropolitan Opera in New York's rule. And then I did what I always do and I just had it on I just had it on what I, whatever I was listening to on my headphones and I learned it. sang it to my mother for the first time and she sat and I was like oh mum you should listen to this and I sang her um oh mio babi no and she cried and then she looked at me with her eyes and this was after my sister died and do you know what she said to me I I thought uh she, she well she said to me she said your sister was always such a good singer to me after I'd sang it at her and it was the at the end of my uh, my show in 2016. That's what I did. I, I I I told this story of never really having my own identity. And then in my 20s, when my sister had died, I I just I discovered my identity, including the ability to be able to sing. People always said my sister could sing, but I'll be honest, she couldn't. Um, <laughs> it was just that she had a brain tumor, and everyone was like, "Oh, she can sing, she can sing." She couldn't. I could sing, but I uh, no one really knew about it. But my mum said to me, "You know, well, your sister was such a good singer." After I sang her this beautiful aria, she could still only think of my sister, and that, and that was how I ended that show in 2016. I sang Omeo Babino Caro. Essentially, the story is rather ridiculous. This opera is Puccini's only comedy. You have Gianni Schicchi, who's a 13th century uh, peasant from Florence, and his daughter is begging him to pretend to be a man who's just died so they can change the will so she can marry the dead man's son. He agrees, and he too feels rather ridiculous, but she is so impassioned in this aria that she will throw herself into the river if she couldn't be with this man. And whilst the music's extremely beautiful and extremely delicate and you can't resist her demands, her want to marry 
her partner. But you do also know at the back of your mind, it is a, a rather silly story. I mean, I mean, the story, the, the 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 translation of the words have actually no relevance to the story at all. It's about a woman begging her father to let her marry the man of her dreams. I suppose the only thing that was connected to it is my, me. It's you know me pleading with my parents to take notice of me, and then at the end of uh, the song, I say the sentence on stage. I said, "And my mum, do you know what she said to me? Your sister was always such a good singer." And it was a way that I undercut myself because, you know singing an aria to any type of audience. It's one of the things I love about classical music. It blends the class the classes in this country. There's a huge class divide. People constantly talk about it. And it's because we've got a royal family. My mother, who works at Asda, and all of her friends, and all women in, over the age of 50, in whatever class they are in, love classical music. And if you find a beautiful aria and you play it to these people, they will sit and they will listen. I think... There, there is a massive issue in this country right now. There's a big divide, and so many people are just shouting at everyone. Um, there's a lot of working class people being shouted at for decisions they made three years ago, and no one knows how to communicate with these people because no one's trying, and no, like you know, there, there's just like a lot of blame from both sides, and I, I really feel that <laughs> I may sound really stupid if you literally just sat some people down. And you played a beautiful piece of music and that was what they had to do. And then you just added some stuff over the top of it. Just some, like, maybe new ideas about <laughs> about the world over the top of the music. I think it would be an easier way to communicate with people. It's why they play classical music at tube stations. It's why they play it in McDonald's at 2am in the middle of Hoburn. Because it relaxes people. It makes people open to suggestion. One of my things I do with singing in terms of my comedy is I never really know the words to things, which is my clown. So I do know the words to Omeo Baba Nyakaro because I um, had many people uh, correct me over the period of time that I performed. Lots of people came up to me at the end and told me bits and pieces. So actually, I, I learned the song via the audience I was watching. So I sort of learned with the audience, which was really nice. I'm sure that would really annoy a lot of classical singers, but I'm a comedian. I'm not a classical singer. I'm a comedian who absolutely loves to make people people feel. I think Jani Skiki is a really good opera to start with if you haven't been to see an opera. It's only 55 minutes long, there's one act. It's extremely entertaining, the music's very fast-paced, there is a wonderful comedic element to the whole piece. And actually it's quite light-hearted, but contains really beautiful music. I think if you're feeling a bit more hardcore, you should listen to La Boheme, which was written before, or Butterfly, or even Tosca. And these are really sort of full-blooded operas that you just get completely immersed in. But yeah, as a starter, I think Gianni Skiki is a very good one. All of the arias I've listened to by Puccini is the rise in the music and uh, the... (sighs) I can can say something really really blue, not a bit blue for dads, but it's like... It's like an orgasm. <laughs> it's like it, it, you know that, and that's what I like. Classical music is is that visceral, and you know that the build in the music, and then you, and then you get this, and then I mean, then you get. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use a, a music term now to impress people, and then in some pieces you get a perfect cadence at the end, <laughs> and um, you get the build and build and build and build, and then you get this perfect, you get a perfect moment at the end, and then the song's finished. I mean, name me a, name me pop music that does that makes you feel that way there isn't any there's none at all 
and we should be infiltrating children's minds with classical music. And I, I am evidence of the effect that a music teacher that cared about me. I'm a, I'm working class. My mum worked at ASDA. My my mum and dad have done everything they can to sort of put me in the right directions, and they're great parents. But if it wasn't for that one teacher at my school taking an interest in me, I don't know where I'd be. Thanks to Jade Adams, Ben Jernan and to you for listening to this episode of Sound Unbound with me, Josie Long. In the next episode, we'll be talking to the writer and historian James R. Gaines about Bach, Frederick the Great and the meeting of two opposing worlds. So it was really not about Frederick understanding it, it was about Bach saying it and stating emphatically the position that he occupied in his world and categorically refuting the world that Frederick lived in. Thanks for listening to Sound Unbound, part of Nothing Concrete from The Barbican. To listen to the rest of the series, subscribe to Nothing Concrete on Acast, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. And if you'd like to hear more of the music connected to this episode, listen and subscribe to The Barbican's Sound Unbound playlist on Spotify. Sound Unbound is produced by Freya Hellier for Loftus Media. The assistant producer is Alex Quinn. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.